Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and today's mind key is the benefit of getting out in nature. There's a beautiful quote by John Muir, and it says, In every walk with nature, one receives far more than he seeks. In my experience, anytime I start to lose the map, so to speak, uh, in, in other words, get stressed, feel overwhelmed, um, you know, am, am contending with challenges that I don't have clarity on, for me, the greatest tool to find clarity and to reset is to get back out in nature. And Harvard research is actually validating that um, getting out in nature actually has profound benefits for the brain. So um, the research has actually demonstrated that it, getting out in nature basically decreases the activity in your prefrontal cortex and starts to support the brain's natural ability to sort of, if you will, quiet the mind and is a, is a profound tool for moving away from anxiety, from depression, and in actually uh, stimulating the parts of the brain that um, kind of encourage, if you will, clarity of mind or nonlinear thinking. So like meditation, um, it actually downregulates the, the cortisol that is produced by the amygdala, that fight or flight center of the brain, and increases the activity of the creative centers of your brain. So profound, profound medicine in nature. Scottish doctors are actually prescribing uh, nature now uh, as, as a cure. And in Japan, um, they, they have something called forest bathing, where they're recommending that people get out and delve deeply into nature. It's called Shinrin-yoku. And um, it was developed in the 80s and be, has become basically a cornerstone of preventative health care in Japanese medicine. So for me, one of the things that I, I really love to do is to schedule in sort of regular parts of the day. There's also a lot of um, science now around circadian rhythms and uh, Sachin Panda actually has a beautiful TED talk around um, how when we eat is as important as what and how we eat and the caliber of light um, being integral to our health. And so really what this sort of instills is this notion that we are without question in, inextricably linked to nature. And as we move into this 21st century living where 90% of our time is spent indoors, it's really imperative for us to find avenues to, to get outside or to approximate nature so as to uh, kind of return our systems to their more natural state. So in the context of light, and I'll go deeper into this in a future episode, we actually have some very interesting receptors in our eyes called melanopsin. And it's a, a protein sensitive to blue light. And it's why now in our screen addled age, many of us have difficulties getting to sleep or even when we do sleep, have difficulties um, tapping into very, very deep forms of sleep, uh, that deep REM sleeping. And it's because we're constantly stimulating our brains 
And it's very hard for our brains to, to sort of turn off, if you will, and sleep obviously is profoundly uh, medicinal. It's the time where our our brains actually sort of take out the trash and repair our DNA and do so many different mechanisms that support us in in basically our peak minds. So basically getting out first thing in the morning if you can and taking in natural sunlight. And as you move closer to the nighttime, really encouraging and approximating nature cycles. You know, using um, blue light blocking glasses is, is a great little hack um, and totally inexpensive. I wear them now at night if I'm using my screen and you can actually use um, a setting on your phone and, and your computer sort of shift that blue light to a red light uh, as you move to a certain period in time. There's, there's timers you can set. I've got one set up where I just basically put a red filter on my phone so when I triple click it moves from blue light to red light which I do um, when the sort of sun sets. So just really your daily reminder to, to spend as much time as you can in nature and you know having grown up in the middle of the city of Chicago and lived in New York City for many years. I know many of us urban dwellers um, have a harder time with that, but in as much as it's possible, proximate those natural circadian rhythms to really help preserve your peak mind. I actually just went uh, and bought a great number of house plants, which have really helped also not only ground my space, sort of help clean the atmosphere. Obviously, these days, the indoor environments are besieged with their own toxins, and that's an interesting uh, fact that's often not talked about is the indoor toxins we're now contending with, with all the artificial uh, elements that are put into our indoor environments. One of the companies I'm actually excited by, this company, Delios Living, is actually measuring internal air and external air and is starting to create smart homes that actually can respond both to our biorhythms um, using sort of wear, wearable devices, but also um, using um, indoor and outdoor measurements to regulate the internal environment so that it can help us, um, you know, preserve preserve our health through through our environment. So, really, a reminder to be mindful of your environments to spend as much time as you can in nature and wherein you are, uh, as many of us are, indoors um, approximately 90% of our time to take those little breaks to get outside. Uh, I remember in New York, I would just do what I could to literally go find a patch of sun and, uh, and sit outside and eat my lunch there. Get outside first thing in the morning to do your five, 10 minutes of meditation outdoors, wherever you are, even if it's in an urban environment. And then the research shows, you know, even as little as uh, 20 minutes, you know, three times a week, if you can find a, a park, if you're, if you're in, a, in the heart of a big city, or more ideally, um, get into some deep nature, go for a hike. Uh, the benefits are profound. Really just a reminder of, of something I think many of us already know, which is that we are interconnected and inextricably linked with the natural world. And as we move into this sort of 21st century living, many of us um, get into the monkey mind that is encouraged by our constant navigation of, of stimulus. And so it's imperative upon us to find ways to quiet and still the mind. And there's so many profound uh, health effects of 
approximating our our earlier ways of being where you know much of our biology evolved um, when our ancestors were in unnatural environments and so you know our organs our bodies our systems respond to to that natural world and so in as much as possible get out into it and when it's not possible do your best to approximate that which um, preserves that peak mind. There'll be future episodes with some incredible, incredible doctors and scientists to delve further into some of these topics, topics like light, topics like circadian rhythms, topics of, you know, the microbiome. I was just actually at Paleo FX and saw Dr. Zach Butch speak about um, the microbiome and the talk totally blew me away. So I'll be bringing him on the show in the very near future. Um, as well as others that are just uh, sort of at the forefront of the, of the field of functional medicine and, and really just cutting edge as it relates to the science and biology of optimal being. So with that, I just wanted to give you a quick reminder to uh, get out there, enjoy some time in nature, and uh, go out there and live your inspired life. 